Next, I'd like to introduce... Throw your hands in the air if you're a true player. This is Sheeman and Shepard. That boy is good. Good and terrible. You shut your mouth. I think you two dudes are going to become real homies. Where do we find these guys? Oh, man, I hate those guys. This is Sheeman and Shepard on ESPN Southwest Florida. Greetings and salutations, friends. How are you today throughout all of Southwest Florida? Another glorious day. Hope you had a nice and restful weekend. I am Craig Sheeman along with Pete Shepard. Chris Beasley back on the other side of the glass. This is the Sheeman and Shepard show on ESPN Southwest Florida. Or as we like to call it, the Sheeman and Shepard Radio Network. Lots of stations to listen to. You can also listen online, the website, ESPNSWFL.com. Our app will take you there, ESPN Southwest Florida. You may follow us on Twitter at ESPNSWFL. You can follow me on Twitter at Craig ESPN. Pete Shepard's at PSHEP326. Chris Beasley at Chris in SWFL. Our phone number and our Stony Brook Golf Club text line remain the same, 239-337-ESPN, 239-337-3776. Lots to get to today. Look, I was driving in, and the two uh, national shows on the two different networks were all football all the time. Trust me, we will talk college basketball a lot, although there's a little NFL news as well. Uh, We will get to all of it. Some breaking news. Oh, breaking news. Breaking Breaking news, news. Christopher. Wow. It's cheap. <laughs> uh, you know what? Let's Do you just, want the sounder? I did. Yeah, it just happened. Let's just let uh, Chris handle yeah. it with the rundown. Uh, quarterbacks are flying off the shelves here. Not named Aaron Rodgers. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, two minutes past the hour. It's time for our first Sports Center rundown of the day. Here's Chris. All right, sticking with the quarterbacks, the Raiders and Jimmy Garoppolo agreed to terms on a three-year, $67.5 million contract, $34 million guaranteed there. The Dolphins have their backup quarterback, former Jets gunslinger Mike White, signs a two-year deal worth up to $16 million. The Eagles have lost two starters from their defense today. Tackle Javon Hargrave signing a four-year deal with the Niners. Linebacker TJ Edwards expected to sign with the Chicago Bears. The Commanders agreed to terms with two offensive linemen today. Former Giants center Nick Gates and former Chiefs right tackle Andrew Wiley. And there's a lot I didn't get to. Maybe we won't cover college basketball. Just kidding, but gee whiz. Do you hear that? Listen. That sounds like a sphincter tightening in New York. Bingo! You are so perceptive. That's exactly what that is. Exactly. Why? I might even make 100%. What if Rogers decides to retire? What do the Jets do? Zach? (laughs) There's nobody left. They don't even have Mike White. Oh, my word. Joe Flacco? Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. (laughs) Baker Mayfield? No, he's going to Tampa now. Good God. Uh, Jacoby Brissett? Do you want the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Do you want Baker Mayfield in Tampa? Yeah, you know what? Yeah, yeah. Why? Because I think it makes the year interesting on a year that they're not going to win. Uh, And it's a quarterback I can at least have fun watching, good or bad. Yeah, that's not – you're right about that. Yeah. You're right about that. So – uh, I'm I'm okay with it. I in fact that's that kind of quarterback you should probably go for in this kind of year. But uh, my goodness, all right. Um, <laughs> and uh, right before we got on the airwaves, before the Jimmy G news broke with the Raiders, Jared Stidham had left. He's going to the Broncos. 
It makes more sense now that we got the other piece of the puzzle. They probably told him, hey, you're not going to start here. You're not going to start in Denver either. But um, Sean Payton, um, you know, one less quarterback that the Raiders can can have in their fold, I guess, and in the division. Yep. And I know the uh, Texans were pursuing Jimmy G, too, for Adam Schefter, and, and obviously that didn't happen. And, of course, so, uh, uh, no, so, they just. So now, now the Jets are going to be maybe forced to go after Lamar Jackson when the, this is all said The and Texans done. actually just signed or agreed to sign uh, Case Keesum. Case Keenum. Case Keenum. Case Keenum. This is his second season with the team, yeah. I think. That's okay, but he's going to be the backup, and they're going to draft. They're going to draft somebody. Yeah. At number two, uh, late Friday, right before we left the last hour, of course, uh, the Panthers moved up to number one by uh, trading with the Bears. So uh, now the question just remains: What quarterback do they like? And I don't think the Panthers know either. I've heard a lot of things say that they're uh, as of today they're good with any one or two or three guys. I've also heard the Panthers might trade that pick. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, they got to number one. Maybe they trade back to number mm-hmm. two and and recoup some of what they gave up to Maybe. the Bears. Of course, the Bears picked up a nice receiver in that deal. Yep. Um, yeah, Chris, you missed a doozy of a day. I mean, the news was just flying flying off the shelves there, man. Yeah, I mean, crazy. To his fifth year, to that got picked year. up during the show. Yeah, yeah, to his fifth year, and and and. Uh, of course, the Bears and Panthers. Those were the biggies on Friday. Buccaneers, uh, according to Tom Pellicero, plan to release a veteran guard Shaq Mason. If they can't trade him yeah. in the coming days, he's due $8.5 million the last year of his deal. I always find it funny when teams put those sorts of reports out. It's like they didn't get the, the option that they were looking for in the trade market, so now we're going to put an end date on it to try to get a better option. I don't think it works out for them very often that way. No, it kind of diminishes leverage. Uh, and of Falcon. course, uh, uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say Green Falcon. Uh, no, I don't want Baker Mayfield on the books. And uh, of course, uh, the bigger news over the weekend too. Uh, Jalen Ramsey now a Dolphin. I saw Chris was pretty pumped. Yeah, up about man. It. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully for for your sake, you just need to change the scenery. I don't. It just seemed like everybody on the team had a bad attitude last year because he did not play well last year. But I have a feeling with Miami, he's going to have a a bit of a, a rebirth. I get the feeling. Well, here's my question. He's been known to criticize all quarterbacks, his own, others, whatever. With Tua uh, comes up short on a pass to Tariq Hill, is he going to be critical? Or is he going to be critical uh, during practice going, I own I own this Tua fella? It's the kind of attitude he brings in. I, I, I think that the Dolphins' training camp practices are going to be must-watch television this year when you've got Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle going up at, against Xavier mm-hmm. Howard yeah. and, yep. and, and Jalen Ramsey. You don't get – better matchups on Sundays. I mean, mean, that that matchup and to be able to go up against that every day in practice is only going to help Tua. Yeah, that's exactly right. I bring that up all the time over the years. And, you know, it's a difference maker. There's no question. You you do well against those guys. You know, you you get into a regular game against cornerbacks who aren't anywhere close to that. You're like, ah, this is easy. (laughs) Yeah, I mean – New D.C., Vic Fangio, he is going to have a ton of toys to play with on that defense. Between the front four and the back four, there is elite talent across the board for the Miami Dolphins. Yeah. Elite. It's exciting. It's exciting. It is. And I think that they're now – they've now – you kind of started to see it a little bit last year with Tyreek Hill opting to go to Miami over the Jets – now the report yesterday was that Ramsey, his preferred destination was Miami. Miami 
seems like it's becoming one of those preferred destinations for a lot of guys who are either requesting trades or they're in the free agency market. And rightly so, because look at the talent on that team. That's how you recruit. You don't, I mean, yeah. you don't really need to recruit. You recruit by having the type of talent they have, and all of a sudden people are willing to go there, maybe even take a little bit less than they normally would, yeah. like what happened with the Bucks a couple years ago. Yeah. You know, I'll throw this and, out there, too, in the quarterback market. Um, yeah, I heard Peter King say that, um, you know, the Rams getting rid of Jalen Ramsey and some other, the Rams are not going to be good for a couple of years. So now what do you do with Matthew Stafford? It's, it's a cap friendly year this year. It's a disaster next mm-hmm. year. I don't even know if he can throw, if he's healthy, does he become a late contingency? If Aaron Rodgers retires and the jets need somebody, if he can still throw, will they trade for him? I, Cause we're out of people. <laughs> there comes Arthur Billsman. Maybe the Dolphins can win ten games this year. Let me tell you something. Mark. Maybe the Bills may, can get to may, an AFC may, championship. Maybe game, the huh? Bills will win ten games this year. Maybe because I know Miami and New England is going to be improved by at least two games. I, I that, think that, Miami's so. Roster, if you think the Bills are running away with the division this year, my friend, you no, are crazy. Ain't happening. I think you're neck and neck with the Bills. Happening. Sorely mistaken, Art. You've <laughs> pounded your chest for two years now. You've come up short time after time in the postseason. Your roster is getting nothing but less talented in the process of doing Your so. Your wide receiver's pissed. Good <laughs> luck, Buffalo. You want to talk about a window opening for Miami? That's a little smaller up there in Buffalo. Just keep talking, Bills fans. You got your quarterback. Keep pounding your chest. Congratulations. You beat a Dolphins third-string quarterback in the wild card round by, what, three points last year? Barely. Three points last year? You know what, Art? <laughs> Stop talking this time of the year. Once your team shows up in a big moment in the playoffs, we can start talking about the Buffalo Bills. But until further notice, this is a franchise that will continue to come up short in the month of January. So enjoy it, buddy. Uh, then you get, of course, the Detroit Lions are more than the Dolphins. And how's the postseason for me? How's the postseason for Buffalo, Art? How's that going? Like, you're laughing at I, I, I don't understand why you're talking smack, Art, on March 13th. <laughs> March 13th. That's what we do. I know, but, it, but and, it's, and, and if Rodgers does go to the Jets, which I still think he's going to end up with, you think getting to 10 wins next year in that division is going to be easy? You are out of your mind. Out of your mind, you think it's going to snap your fingers and you're just going to be on top of the AFC East. Ain't going to happen. It's not going to be that easy. Not saying you still can't win it, but it is not going to be that easy. I don't know what is with you and some other Bills fans. You you wave some mythical, magical wand of what? Well, they've got to of what? They've got to defend their title. This oh of what? Wait, what title? Wait, that's right. The AFC East. Hang a banner for that. That's right. (laughs) How'd that Bengals game go for you? I didn't start this, Greg. I didn't start this. Art started it, and now he has to listen to me. Well, unfortunately, uh, it's been confusing. Coco Puff says, are you talking to Art or me? There are a lot of similarities in your attitude of conversation here. Uh, So now it's still – it is interesting how – now remember, restricted free agents. Again, nobody could talk to them until Wednesday at 4 o'clock, okay? Are we clear on that? So you can't talk to Lamar Jackson – until 4 o'clock well, on Wednesday. not legally. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> yes. Right. Not directly. <laughs> but my people will talk to your people. Now, Tom Silverstein has an interesting perspective as to why from the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Has Tom been on the show before? I think he has. Uh, um, he says, maybe Aaron Rodgers waiting 
is a negotiation play orchestrated to make the Jets desperate so it can rework the contract to make it more than one-year, $59 million deal. Wouldn't it be a bad strategy if that's what he's after? No. Oh, they absolutely Wouldn't put it past him at all. Yeah, yeah. All right. (laughs) Well... Thought we talked college basketball. Day. I maybe maybe I, mean, I was in error. Look at the amount of notes I have. This is all NFL transactions right now. Yeah, yeah. From crazy. the last since Friday. No, no last since, two hours since noon since today. <laughs> it's amazing. For those that can't see what Chris is doing, he's holding up a notepad and it's a ha- it's halfway full. At least. Uh, it, Bills. They made a move today. They signed Cowboys offensive lineman Connor McGovern to a three year deal. Broncos shopping all three of their wide receivers, Jerry Judy, uh, K.J. Hamler, and Cortland Sutton. How long has Cortland Sutton been in the league? (laughs) It seems like forever. No, not that long. No? He's just torn up his knee at least once. Okay. At least once. Wow. That's some big. Uh, I like it. That's a big signing stage. This is great. Uh, Chiefs have also lost uh, lose a starting right tackle, uh, Andre Wiley. He's going to sign a three or twenty four million dollar deal with the Washington Commanders. It reunites him with Eric Bieniemy. Started fifty nine games for five years, so everybody's going to look a little bit different next year. And Craig, your Lions get a cornerback, Cameron Sutton, three yeah. years, thirty three million. Right? Yep, yep. He got traded from. Was he traded from Washington last year or released from Washington and signed with? Um, the Steelers. I guess it was they, one of those two. Well, they didn't get Jalen Ramsey, so they signed, <laughs> signed Sutton instead. No, that was. <laughs> I, I, I think that probably was it. I mean, that that was it. They, I don't think they were ever going to pay for uh, Jalen uh, trade trade assets, or he's going to want another deal soon again. Well, you just paid a guy thirty three million. I know. I know. Well, and the Eagles I, I again. The Eagles as we talked, Javon Hargrave and T.J. Edwards, two starting defensive players. And Mike McGinley's signing with Denver. Uh, by the way, bad, uh, sad note. We we mentioned many times on Friday, uh, kind of tweaking Rick Church and Kathleen a little bit, how just every five minutes uh, the uh, Vikings were releasing somebody for a salary cap hit. And then to make the weekend even worse, uh, Bud t- Grant passes yeah. away at age of 95, who uh, – I was he, at, was, uh, he was he was just tough. I was at Hammond Stadium on Saturday, uh, covering the Red Sox and you almost got twins. killed. Got we got to catch up on our weekends. You almost got killed. Get to that in a second. But they did a moment of silence with Bud Grant. Uh, it was, oh, did they? Yes. yes. Oh, that's nice. Yep. So you tweeted out there was a dent in the drywall uh, right over your shoulder in the press box. I don't know if you saw the pictures, Chris. I tweeted them out. A screaming but... foul ball straight back. Right back. I was talking to my buddy Rob Bradford. We were sitting next to each other, catching up on this, that, and the other thing. Um, gave me a T-shirt, by the way, for his podcast, which says baseball is not boring. Um, <laughs> All right. But that's typical, Rob. But, yeah, so we're just yapping. Sale was having a masterful three innings, and all of a sudden, it happened. Yeah. Foul ball by Max Kepler. And... We looked at each other, and if it took another blink, I, one of us would be dead, probably me. And he looks at me, he goes, duck! I go, and I just went, what? Because we were looking at each other. So had and you I not up, moved, that would have. I had not moved, that would have taken, probably I was a little closer, my head off. We were literally about two feet apart. And I tweeted out, the ball hit the back pretty hard. And uh, I, took my, I took the red shirt Rob gave me, and I waved it. To surrender, and everybody cheered in the stand. It was kind of funny. It was a golf that, was, that, was, that was me, by the way. If you were at the game, I know I got a couple <laughs> texts and tweets from people. If you saw the person in the press box with the red shirt surrendering, that was me. 
after almost getting decapitated. Wow. But, yeah, so, so then we wrote Max Kepler, you know, 311-23. Now, we're uh, – mm. were you off to right that be- angle? No, no right behind. Well, why did right, the net not catch this ball? It was over that. It was There wasn't, like, a big net over there. It was a yeah. net. It just happened to be the absolute perfect tightest spot. Wow. And let me tell you, I was put if I put my hand up, yeah, no, I would, uh, I would have no fingers left. They would all be dislocated. Wow, that thing hit like a missile. It was like <sighs> that thing misses, and then you're like, uh, then the adrenaline kicks in. Your life flashes lead, right? before your eyes, like, literally. Of course, everybody's like, Are you all right? You all right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a close call. It was no doubt. But other than that, it was a beautiful day. Good, good. Uh, I should probably catch people up on my uh, weekend. Yeah. Oh, wait a second. <laughs> you were, you, yeah. were, you were clubbing? Yeah. I yeah. get this picture of Craig sitting down a, 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 like he's in a nightclub, like some swanky nightclub, <laughs> having, uh, you know, Bombay Sapphire martinis or something. And I'm like, what is this? Craig clubbing on a Saturday night. I was at midnight, no less. Explain yourself. There's, there's so many you things. Hooligan. There's so many things wrong with this. Uh, <laughs> me out with people. Me out. Me out late. Me out with multiple events in one evening. Uh, up in the Cape, I live in Naples. It just it just didn't. Uh, so anyway, um, Saturday, uh, before we dropped my son back off at uh, campus for uh, spring break was over. And it was the only opportunity that the four of us, uh, my, my two kids and my wife, could be together uh, leading up to my birthday, as you know, is this week. That's right. Tomorrow. So we went up. We went out Saturday night. We got a late start because I had to watch an IU game. Um, I wish they closed a 15-point deficit down to one in the final two minutes, but it fell Penn short State. to Penn State. Um, so then we go out. Uh, and then the place we, my daughter wanted us to go to uh, Rum Runners, which I've never been to in the Cape, which I've. Uh, I like yeah. a lot. Good spot. That's been, fantastic. Been there a couple times. Great uh, place. It was a long wait. We couldn't be seated till like well after eight o'clock. So we uh, did that. Had a great meal there. Great Look time. You going over the bridge? Uh, I know. Holy cow! Now, as you know, paying a toll. I have a one event policy. Right? That's the event. You go home after that. There's no like drinks later. Or, you know, you know this. We've yeah, discussed yeah, this many yeah. times. Well, my daughter, um, her favorite place on earth is uh, Dixie Roadhouse. That's her, mm-hmm. her and her friends' hangout. And she, for two years, she's been like, Dad, when are you going to go with me? I want to take you there. Because she knows I'll be a fish out of water. God, I would never like want to take my mom, when she was alive, to Dixie Roadhouse. Or anything. Well, <laughs> That's well. the last place I want my parents to be. But I, I, I respect your daughter so for, she, she, for wanting she, she that. Got, That's so awesome. We had to, we had to drop my, my son didn't want any part of it, so we dropped him off. <laughs> So I, I we don't get to Dixie till eleven thirty. I mean, me starting my night out at eleven thirty, unheard of. And your wife's with you. My wife, me, and my daughter, just yeah, the three of us going out, and uh, we go under there. And you also keep in mind the unusualness. I'm not a big country music fan, but um, we went there. We had a great time. Yes, I line danced. No video, sorry, Chris. Oh my God, there's got to be. A, there's got. Hang on, security cameras. We got to call. There's got to be. There's got to be something there. There's got to be video. That is, I'd pay a hundred bucks. For I'm that just video. stunned at how these people. They know what moves to do to what particular song. It's different for all of them. It's like these are all regulars or something. How the in the packed. hell did you fit in? He didn't. I. Well, oh, did you stand in the back and just? Kinda... It was crowded, so I blended in. And my daughter, look, I had to be a good sport for my daughter. She was having fun with me, teaching yeah. me, and all this stuff. 
So uh, you're like whiffing your leg, your, your foot up and smacking it yes. with your hand and that kind of Cotton thing. Cotton Eye Joe. Oh, yeah, all that good oh stuff. God. It's got to be video. <laughs> so uh, we get there. We st- I stayed till about one thirty. What? And I was here's what I was really amazed. This is breaking news. So uh, walking out. At wait, 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 wait. One thirty. So you shut the bar down. Well, hold on now. Because so it went to three. When I left at one thirty, I was surprised at the line outside of people wanting to get in. Still at one thirty. Yeah. Like, well, that guys, late happy there's hour. this whole life out there after midnight just starting out. I had no idea. Uh, but yeah, but then do the math. One thirty by the time yada yada yada, we get get home Naples. Uh, then the, at two o'clock, it's the first time in my life at daylight savings at two a.m. I was actually up pulling into the driveway. So two a.m. became three a.m. So technically, C note rolls in at three a.m. on Sunday morning. Good God, I cannot <laughs> believe it! You this talk is, about Haley's Comet, Sheeman's Night Out. Yeah, yeah, holy! This is wow. so unlike me on so many levels. It's unbelievable. Impressive. Good for you. I'm impressed more with the hour and fifteen minute ride home you probably had. Yeah. Um, wow, closing down. But you understand, this is a lot of these places, Craig, have late night happy hour. A lot of them are midnight to 2 or 11 to 1 a.m. and yeah. vice versa. I know of a local establishment in Gulf Coast Center. At 10 o'clock on Saturdays, you pay $10, and it's all you can drink until they shut down at 2. Wow. Well, drinks and whatever. That's a very controlled environment, but still, nevertheless. And if you're there early, before uh, 10 o'clock, you're grandfathered in. Wow. Uh, Bongo Burke texting in. Wait, is this the apocalypse? Craig going out, uh, doing line dancing at 1130, unless there's something wrong with my radio. Now that you heard correctly, uh, Display Seahawks fan says, holy bleep, where's Detroit Pizza with his camera when you need it? Because, uh, as you know, he has taken some videos of me doing uh, uh, putting uh, at uh, Top Golf. Utah says, Pete, they have a guy come out and teach the dances every hour, yeah. so it's pretty cool, but yeah. super hard for guys. It's like a DJ. Yeah. yeah, he's, uh, he's he you. stops, shuts down. Oh, no, it's a lot of fun. It's uh, Yeehaw, Craig, how many Coors Lights does it take to get you out there line dancing for Philly Kevin? I got a, I got uh, a, great, I got a great job, second job for you. What's that? Go across the street. Right to t- over here to Texas Roadhouse, they do line dancing like every forty-five minutes. Yeah, the whole staff stops and dances around. I'm an expert. You can do now. that now. I'm an expert now. <laughs> it could be my. It could be my new job. I got up so early on Sunday morning, so did and I. I saw the text, and I just I didn't <laughs> open it. I got in my car. And I was like, oh, I was going to golf, and I was like, oh, let me just see what it was. I was. Done. <laughs> I was stunned. First, I was stunned at him and being out late. And well, I didn't know how late it was, but I was stunned. I knew you were out clubbing because of the well, the time hue, the, text the bluish, came in. the bluish hue in the background. And I said, "Wow, he is out clubbing somewhere." Yeah, I don't delete my text so I can see the exact time that it came in. It was a little before midnight, eleven forty-eight p.m. Yeah. I, I yeah. believe I believe I said photographic evidence. Uh, C note out at midnight, tearing it up, bitches. I think that's what I said, or something like that. Uh, yeah. yeah, you autocorrected to yeah. Birches. Yeah, Birches. Uh, Shaka says Craig is like Rose going to the party below deck on the Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great analogy. He responded at twelve forty-five a.m., so that was really early. And then I, I did, didn't. I, I didn't responded. Get, yeah, I didn't yeah, get around was, to responding until seven forty the next morning. I was up playing a poker tournament until two. Wow. But, yeah, that started at four, by the way, in the afternoon. But um, it gets you like one of those 10 gallon hats yeah, and yeah. Uh, some boot spurs. <laughs> well, maybe uh, we'll start with boots and then we'll get you the spurs. It's definitely a said, uniform. Finn fan, this brings a tear to my eye. 
Uh, Stammer Time says, wow, Craig, I'm surprised you made it into work today with an hour change and everything. I would nominate you for Sports <laughs> Center's top ten. I'd have you as number one. I'd have you as number one. Oh, yeah. my gosh. The manager of Dixie Roadhouse is listening. Oh, really? He says, I wish I would have known you were oh, coming in. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Tell please. Uh, there's got to be security video, right? you yeah, got to have us, it. Let us know if you get the <laughs> security footage from Saturday night because I want to see that. That's oh, awesome. please. I'll put his texter name in as uh, Dixie manager. <laughs> By the way, I love the place. Very cool. Very, oh, cool, very cool vibe. Been many times. It doesn't you, matter uh, if you like country music a lot. It's fun. No, it was fantastic. Oh, uh, uh, whoever you are, sir, please go. But you got right. You got to have something, anything, even just five seconds. I'm not signing that release. <laughs> oh, you had no, not, you, you got no choice. Oh goodness. Well, man, I'm glad you're listening. That's cool. That's great. <laughs> I want to be out that way on uh, next weekend on Saturday. Yeah. And um, uh, I'm I am personally going to go in there and see if there's uh, I can get something. Digital on uh, whatever. I'll just, if, if, if There's got to be some sort do, of private HIPAA I'll, privacy rule where I can't allow that. I'll tape Not it HIPAA. on my phone. Uh, Rock'em Sock'em <laughs> Robot says, uh, Craig, going to start doing the club circuit with your daughter on Saturday nights. No kidding. <laughs> I mean, that is, Craig, that is ingratiating yourself as a true Southwest Floridian. Oh, yeah. yeah. Past midnight. Dixie Roadhouse on a Saturday night. Absolutely, like, you've you've almost no. got to check that box. That like the no. only thing more I, Floridian. I, I, I know, I know, I know. You're going to say you should have gone to a Waffle House afterwards. Oh, oh well. no, no, like that would have been the only thing more that you could have done to to make yourself a Southwest there, Floridian. There's one more thing. It could happen. Hopefully, sooner rather than later. Once they reopen, Craig coming out of Lanikai at 2 a.m. Oh, that's oh. not going to happen. No. <laughs> Display Seahawks fan. This is going to be on TMZ tonight. <laughs> Paternity test. I'll make a few calls with my buddies at Dixie and try and get that video. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do the Macarena or ride a mechanical bull. How about oh, the look. electric slide? Did you do that? I could still remember that one yeah, if I had to. I know the rotation. I think when I was DJ, you no, know, the first two, were, the first were very popular. Then became there was a third one and the fourth one, and then. The Macarena got crazy. The amount of you on the text line that are just uh, disbelieving this, uh, the Craig cutting it up after midnight. The female ref, OMG, Craig cutting up a rug at midnight. He's going to start showing up late for the show. Yeah. I think I discovered a whole new self, midlife crisis and all, new birthday this week. I think I got a new thing. Purple Pirate, you being an ECU ECU grad, him, I'm amazed he stayed out this late. I almost can't do that anymore. Now we need to do a remote from Dixie. Yeah, and, broadcasting live, and you're going to teach a line dancing segment, even if it's for sixty seconds. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. If we do do that, you're doing something. You are you're dancing for the uh, the people want it. The people are calling I mean, for it. I have never been this proud of you. <laughs> no, it's so out of my show. I'm it's like so, I'm tearing uh, up over uh, here, uh, thinking about goose- how much fun you had uh, into the wee hours of a Saturday uh, morning. I Saturday know. morning. I got goosebumps while you were moved. sleeping. <laughs> wow. Gator Nation says next texter party at Dixie's. I'm all for that. <laughs> yeah, and you gonna you lead out some of the texters in a, in a line dancing session. Kathleen, that would be uh, Kathleen, great question. Yeah, but the big question is how many Coors Lights did you have? You know what? It only took one to get me on the floor. I did have a rum runner at Rum Runners a few hours before, mixing drinks and all. I was just an animal. 
<laughs> and I know you wouldn't drink a lot because you have to drive an hour home. Correct. See, that alone is more impressive. That's almost as impressive as going to Dixie's is that you drove, that you, first of all, yeah. first time you've ever been to Cape Coral without us doing a show from there, <laughs> that's ever, not, that's not true. in six years. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> have you seen the movie Crazy Stupid Love? Yes. Uh, Craig's going okay, to turn into the Steve Corral character who, who starts <laughs> off as this dorky middle-aged guy. Now, he's going through a divorce. So you're not going through that, obviously. But you're going to have some, like, strapping young fellow take, his, take you under his wing and take you <laughs> shopping to get new clothes. And, and you're going to change your entire life. I know. I'm not going to recognize I, you in a I'm year. Definitely gonna, I, I need a belt buckle. I, I need a I, hat, 10-gallon, and boots. As Bookman said in... Uh, Seinfeld, uh, I've seen guys like you before. Flashy, making the scene. Making the scene. <laughs> and I was in bed at like 10 o'clock on Saturday uh, night. It was a role reversal. You can't hang with me. I didn't even have a drink on Saturday. Uh, I don't know where to go from here. Skull says, I live in Cape, woke up suddenly out of a dead sleep with a dreadful feeling. Now I know why. <laughs> <laughs> the universe changed on Saturday Two, three night. Two, three nights says, uh, Lurie, oh no, this is the Dixie manager. Lurie made my week. I listen every day. In all seriousness, you guys can text me next time you're coming and I'll hook you guys up. All, all right. right. Sounds good. Definitely do our show from there. All right. I love the Cape. I, 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 we have tons of listeners on the Cape. I, I, like I said, I'll be hanging out there this Saturday all over the place. So, uh, Dixie uh, manager, wait, give me your first name. I'll put you in my phone. So, uh, I will hit you up. Next time <laughs> up there. Absolutely. Absolutely. We'll do that. All right. Uh, um, still curtain. Oh my God. Craig out line dancing at 1am in the morning. Now I'm going to have to rethink my beliefs on Bigfoot and UFOs. <laughs> yeah. This is like Kyrie esque right here. Yeah. Well, I don't know about Kyrie. Oh, I'm much more likable. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. Fact. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're running a tad late. Uh, good story like there. Line dancing, booting, scooting, boogie. Oh, did you do that? Double doinker? Did you do that? I Boot think so. Here we go, dozy do. See, what's amazing there, as it gets later, they don't do all country. They'll take some other songs that'll have, uh, and yeah, yeah. but they'll still line dance to that, too. So uh, just a constant flow of different line dancing moves all night. Everybody knows what to do, all in unison. It's unbelievable. Jets fan says the multiverse is real. This isn't our Craig. <laughs> <sighs> well, good times. No, great, wow. great time there. I almost got decapitated by a foul ball first time in my life at all the ballparks. That you, you line dancing at, at going home at 2 o'clock in the morning. Chris going to bed at 10.30 That's not on the Saturday. real in the world anymore. It's unbelievable. <laughs> All right, all that aside, we'll uh, we'll continue to jump back into that. I want to tell you about if you're out there and you're a handyman, unlike Pete, for example, who doesn't know what to do with tools, I got a job for you. I got a couple jobs for you, as a matter of fact. Uh, talk to a, a great guy, Chad the Handyman. He's hiring right now. This is a great family-run business here. If you're one of those handyman types who, uh, you know, maybe you don't want to be responsible for drumming up all the business and running. You just want to work. Uh, you want to give Chad the handyman a call. I'm going to give you his uh, office phone number in just a minute. He'll provide the vans, the gas, the materials. You just need uh, basic hand tools and a valid driver's license. Um, you need some smartphone and tablet experience because that's how the appointments are done. But he provides the smartphone and a tablet. Uh, he'll provide you two weeks of training as well. It's a great work environment. Family is important. So check this out right here. For, if you work with Chad the handyman. It's a four-day work week. Four-day work week, 401K, paid time off. You tell me any handyman or a contractor work that does that? Nobody. Give them a call. 
Uh, Chad the Handyman. And he's a Packers fan, too. He's uh, waiting to see what Aaron Rodgers is going to do. Here's the phone number if you uh, want to be considered for employment. 239-245-7403. That's 239-245-7403. Chad the Handyman. Give him a call. Tell him Craig sent you. Sheeman and Shepard on ESPN Southwest Florida. Backstagecountry.com. Your online home for all things country music. Lainey Wilson is on a roll. She's delivering great music and teaming up with some of country's hottest acts. Text Lainey to 45911 to see which four Lainey Wilson collabs have us talking at BackstageCountry.com. Text Lainey to 45911 to get a link to the list sent right to your phone from BackstageCountry.com. We're back! I'm Craig Sheeman along with Pete Shepard. Chris on the other side of the call. I can hear through our not-so-soundproof walls. What the hell? He's probably going to try and come back with some boot scoot and boogie or something like that. <laughs> no, I should have. Yeah. No, I had the music loaded just in the wrong spot. Well, uh, anyway, I, I, I did not. I fully did not expect this to happen. I, I, in fact, I started the show ripping the two major na- national networks because I was listening to both of them on my way in, and they were – not one mention of college basketball, and here we are, forty minutes into the show, and not one mention of college basketball. What the heck? Well, I've well. got two reasons for that. <clears throat> one is football free agency, and the larger issue here is Craig staying out past midnight. Yeah, that supersedes <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. March Madness yeah, yeah, and football, and uh, really, it's uh, people are talking. It's but gone viral. Go ahead and tell us why Oklahoma State and Rutgers got screwed. <laughs> Good question. And uh, I think also, uh, you know, NC State, Clemson's got to be looking at NC State and say, we beat them three times by double yeah. digits. Why are we third that, team out? That's and the only in. one I had the problem with. It's probably, Rutgers blew it when they lost to Minnesota. That mm-hmm. was their, they that's blew fair. It. Yep. I also thought uh, Chris Reynolds from Carmel, Indiana, uh, during the uh, afterward grilling, I don't think he gave a good answer to why Kansas, who has like 17 yeah. quad one wins, didn't get the better number one draw as opposed to Houston. They should have. That was a bad answer. Phillips did the same thing. They, they should have. Um, everybody knows it. They should But, you know, in the end, it does, doesn't really matter. Okay. I, and, and, you know, I'm already sick. You hear this every year. This team has the easiest road to the Final Four. No, they don't. You don't know. It's it's so different. Alabama's going to play in either Maryland or West Virginia. That is going to be a tough second-round matchup, whoever well, I mean, that is. How many people thought but, last year in the Elite Eight it would be an eight-seeded North Carolina Tar Heels against a 15-seed St. Pete? Exactly. Like, you just don't know. Having said that, you know, I look at Purdue's draw. They got Duke, Tennessee, Kentucky, Michigan State. I'm looking at Indiana's draw and, you know, and Miami, too, because they could play in the second round. I mean, Houston, I'm more afraid of the eight-seed Iowa, to be honest. It's not nearly as tough of a bracket in the Midwest as it is elsewhere, but we have that conversation every year. And, yeah, uh, this bracket looks like that. And Purdue would have to play Providence, by the way, leaving that out. Or Marquette. I have Marquette. Absolutely. Winning I, that, that. But, but look, there, I think Meter's been bringing up for a month and a half now. I just like 20 teams, if they won, it would surprise. The one major upset I have in the first round, if you want to call it a major upset, I think Louisiana is going to beat Tennessee. I think, well, Tennessee's guard is out. They're, 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 yeah. uh, you know, Tennessee's got they injury rub me problems. The wrong, they rub me the wrong way. That team rubs me the wrong way. The Miami Hurricanes have injury problems. Yep. Uh, it's, just a, it's, a, it's a lot. Um, but hopefully Miami and Indiana will play in the second round. Like I said, remember, Drake's tough. 
Drake's very tall. Drake's very, all these five. I just 12s. want to be Kent State right now. <laughs> Jeez. Don't mess with the Mac. Uh, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not messing with the Mac. I you guys. No- you guys remember the team that I circled last week? I said, this team, this is going to be my Cinderella pick. I can't remember. Oral Roberts. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. See who they get first round? Uh, no, who do they have? Duke. Yeah. Oh. Timed out perfectly. I know, how you're, I know who you're rooting for there. <laughs> Duke is really playing well, though. They are playing the best basketball of the year. Yeah. yeah. Oh, great. Well. No, I know. Can you imagine not playing in the NIT? No, I'm happy, actually. That's the right move because yeah, there's nothing to gain out of going to the NIT. You lose to a small school or you win it, and the other fan bases make fun of you because you were only an NIT team. We call, no you, one... we call you the 69th best team yeah, if you win whatever. the NIT. You got yeah. guys that are going to the NBA. They don't need to be playing in that, you know. Um, Baycott, I'm, I'm what? No? <laughs> I've. Has his stock re- fallen? I've read that both RJ Davis and Armando Baycott are considering coming back next year. Really? Why would they want to? I mean, it, it's the most make their stock go up disappointing higher. year. Yeah, well, maybe well, that's ba- it. Baycott's maybe. making. I don't know if Is he's he making, making a million. A gr- oh, but I know right. when when he announced his uh, that he was coming back for this year, he had a link to his T-shirt company website, and I'm sure RJ will get involved in that as well. And you know, you can go make a million a year, bouncing back and forth from the G League and the NBA, or you make a million a year being the big man on campus in Chapel Hill. Okay. Well. He's just not a pro prospect. He doesn't have an outside game to speak of, and every time the guy tries to make an athletic move, he rolls an ankle. And maybe he <laughs> maybe he works on another part of his game in the offseason and then comes back with an outside game. I think I, it wouldn't shock me. But back to the teams that made it. Thank you. But, yeah. yeah. And if you're looking, I, I wrote about it today, and I, I connected all every single network and announcers – and everything. So the whole schedule is up. And, um, it, it says click here and you'll be able to look at everything. I got that. Every got single game. I got, we start our excitement on Thursday at noon. And by the way, Thursday and Friday, our shows will be from 10 to noon. We do that every yep. year. All the excitement to build up Thursday at noon. I got to wait till 10 o'clock Friday for my team to play. Really? Uh, I, yeah. might, I might as well go. I'm going to go watch it at Dixie Roadhouse. Watch the Hoosiers <laughs> on Friday night at midnight. That's my new That's my new game plan. Ugh, yep. Late. And that is um, from Albany. It's on TBS. And you get uh, Dee Dee Zantanelli and Ross. Those are your announcers. Wait, Who? What? Oh. What is this? All right. Your announcers on TBS. You don't get Beth Moen. She's not even Is on Beth Moen doing college basketball? She's not on this list. Nope. Okay. Nope. My Friars play oh. against Kentucky on Friday night. He returned to Bryce Hopkins to Kentucky, where he will dominate. And uh, that's on CBS. I get Ian Eagle. He's good. Oh, he's, he's very good. Good feel, good vibe. Yep. All right. So mine's at 17. I get Ian Eagle, uh, Spark, uh, Spinarkle, and Washburn for announcers. All right. Well, well, the uh, the field is set. The women's field is set. Yes, Chris, you're raising your hand. Uh, the oh. other field that's set is the texture bracket. If you've been having a tough time logging on, try it now. I think we got it fixed. Was there a situation? I don't know, but I never had a situation. I logged on the first time, and it was as easy as just hitting the little Facebook button, and it logged me in no problem. Okay. 
Okay. I know Pete had a little bit of an issue on I had Thursday. Through, I had to log in through Facebook. Right, that seems to be yeah. the easiest way. Just log yeah. in through Facebook. I saw some tweets of people that were like, what's up? Yeah, Sean had, Sean's been having a tough time, so I just tweeted back and forth with him. Uh, uh, was it Philly, Philly Kevin? No, Pittsburgh John, I guess, had a tough time, but he got on. Okay. So try it now. It, it should be working. All right. Uh, Display Seahawks fans. This Beth Bowens is doing Cubs spring training games now. Really? <laughs> All right. We got a lot to do. So go From to a- Harry Carey to that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot different. Okay. Uh, so if you go to our website, ESPNSWFL.com, you can vote in the Sheeman and Shepard texter bracket that the first round is over tomorrow. We advance. Move on and advance tomorrow to round two. You can sign up and get in your uh, NCAA brackets and a whole bunch of everything's at the website, ESPNSWFL.com. Plus the million dollar one, right? Which you, the, 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 get your perfect bracket, win a million. Perfect bracket, exactly. All right, so fill all that out. Uh, and you can win a Triggerwood uh, pellet grill from Gavin's Ace Hardware, too. Got to be Gavin's. And a $100 gift card just for filling out a bracket. Log on to ESPNSWFL.com. Click on the Basketball Mayhem page and register and fill out your bracket there. And it's also presented by Naples Wealth Planning. So uh, good to have all the sponsors on board. Sound Street is next. Sheeman and Shepard, ESPN Southwest Florida. Backstagecountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Country music has so many generous artists who always seem to jump in to help those in need. We're spotlighting five who lead by example and lend a helping hand to charitable causes. See who made our list when you text GIVE to 45911. Text GIVE to 45911 and read all about it right now on BackstageCountry.com. Taking a cruise through all the sound. But they're not going to rook us. Don't you ever talk about me. Who was talking about you? Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. I can say anything I want. That's the beauty of this country. I'm not laughing about it. You think this is funny. I think this is serious. It's time for Sound Street on Sheeman and Shepard. All right, here we go. Uh, lots of news earlier today. Uh, Jimmy G uh, signing a deal with the Raiders. Quarterback shuffle. What will Aaron do? Adam Schefter says Aaron Rodgers could be leaning toward retirement. Needs to make a call, though. Let's not get up. Let's think about it this way. The Jets and Aaron Rodgers went on an elaborate date last Tuesday at his house in Los Angeles. Spent a lot of time together. Had a great time. Just think of all the times that you dated, Greeny. Anybody else has dated. If you had a great date on Tuesday and then didn't hear from the person you went out with in almost a week, you'd begin to wonder what the hell is going on, right? So I think that's fair to wonder. And I think when last week started, there were people around Aaron Rodgers who felt like retirement was the likely course of action. When he went to meet with the New York Jets, that said, well, they're going to have a chance to pitch to him, recruit him convince him to come to New York, and maybe they can do that. And clearly they gave him enough to think about that retirement was on the table, but now playing for the Jets also is on the table. And over the course of the week, it's gone back and forth. Ultimately, we need to hear from 12 about what he wants to do. That is a great analogy. Mm-hmm. The date that never calls back. Unbelievable. <laughs> Here's Lewis Riddick on the Dolphins trading for Jalen Ramsey on Get Up. They are going for it, man. 
They are going for it. And you know what? And all those guys that right there that RG3 mentioned, he didn't really mention really what, who may be the best athlete and maybe one of the best players on this team on this team and in the NFL, and that's Javon Holland, the safety out of Oregon. Yeah. The combination of Javon Holland and Jalen Ramsey and Xavier Howard and everyone else that we mentioned in the front seven, we didn't mention Christian Wilkins either. This team, under Vic Fangio's direction, on that side of the football, is going to take a huge jump. Chris, how does that feel for you to hear an analyst who you respect <laughs> say that they are, quote-unquote, going for it? I, I, I loved it. In fact, yesterday I was having a tough time getting Jalen Ramsey content because ESPN was all, Basketball. for good reason, March yeah. Madness stuff, NFL Network, They ran a seven-minute clip at the beginning of Total Access, and then the rest of the show was pre-taped. There was no mention of it, uh, which was frustrating. So I'm going on, like, YouTube channels with 400 followers (laughs) trying to watch something on it just to see if there's something new that I didn't think of. But, uh, no, I I was ecstatic when I saw that. And you think about the elite talent that the Miami Dolphins have on defense now in the secondary, Ramsey... And uh, uh, Javon Holland, I'm not going to put Xavier Howard in that category right now. I remember Brian Jones just... Uh, uh, Byron Jones is gone. gone. Uh, Bradley Chubb, Christian Wilkins, uh, Jalen Phillips. Like, you have you have franchise cornerstones up and down that defense. And nice, then the, the two guys on offense as well. I am so happy with that. Yeah, Talk about weapons. It's going to be about... The quarterback is. That's uh, it, man. And, and, that's it. And you signed a backup quarterback today who I think it's an interesting sign in Mike White from the Jets. That's a great pickup. I think that's what we kind of thought would happen. We kind of predicted that he would be going to Miami. It's a great backup plan. Yeah. And part of me did think this morning, like, here we go again, the Dolphins winning March, not necessarily winning December. But the, all you can do is win March today. Here's the difference. All you can Here's do. the difference, Chris. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I'm even intrigued slash excited. I, it's just so many weapons. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah. All right. Uh, one more on Dolphins. Uh, the Dolphins. Here's Dan Orlovsky. And where Miami sits in the AFC hierarchy of all those good teams. This is on GitHub. Legit AFC title contenders if they stay healthy. And the AFC we know is absolutely loaded. Um, I think the reality is this. When Tua was healthy last year, this was the best pass offense in football. He averaged 8.9 yards per attempt, 13.7 yards com- per completion. Those both statistically led the NFL. Uh, I mean, just for more context, their offense, when he was healthy, playing quarterback, 6.7 yards per play. The Chiefs, led by Patrick Mahomes, averaged 6.4. Okay, Mm -hmm. we shall see. Uh, Golden Knight says they aren't going for it. We have a QB1 that can't stay healthy. Yeah, but now you got a QB1 and a half to back him up now. Look, you got (laughs) to... I understand the trepidation. I get it. I, I get it. But what if he does stay healthy? Let or what if he's healthy at the right point of the season? Yeah. Instead of not being available for the postseason, what if he's coming back from injury halfway through December and then he's around? Again, last time Dolphins had a starting quarterback start in the playoffs was 2008. Yeah. 15 years ago. Uh, paratrooper, Craig, where's the defense? Uh, he's talking about the Lions there. Well, first of all, they just signed uh, uh, who, Chris from the Steelers today. They got a corner. Um, uh, Cameron yeah, Sutton. Cameron, Cameron yep. Sutton. That's a good pickup. And they have three of the first 
45-ish picks in the draft. They're going to go all defense there. You got Aiden Hutchinson. Man, you got, you got some pieces. So we'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, we'll finish the rest of this. We'll talk about the Panthers. Of course, the big deal they made uh, on Friday. We'll have some more reaction uh, from Carmel, Indiana, Chris Reynolds and company on the selections. We'll talk more about uh, the the brackets, which we have really not, believe it or not, had time to get into. So uh, we'll do all that as we continue. And I also want to let you know that a uh, reminder. <laughs> Per Trey Wingo, quarterback Aaron Rodgers is being traded to the New York Jets. Dove Climate has it as well. Oh, no, you're right. He's he's, he's he's Trey Wingo, too. He's crediting Trey Wingo. Hey. Uh, you know what? Trey Wingo has made a, f- a little bit of news lately. Who's he with now? Or what is he? Is he just independent? Po- yeah, independent. Doing a doing podcast on YouTube channel. Yep. All right. Rodgers a Jet. We don't know terms yet. This is just uh, coming out. We don't know yep. what. The- I want to know what the Jets had to give up to get him. The, de- the devil in the details. I, I, I'd like to know that. Sure, it'll be coming out momentarily. I'm sure other people are pissed they didn't get the story first. Well, maybe I was wrong. What? Maybe we'll get to the brackets tomorrow. <laughs> I've never in my career well, had to wait till Tuesday to talk about the matchups in well, the NCAA tournament. Truth be told, on Thursday and Friday, again, as you mentioned, our shows are going to be, as usual, from 10 a.m. till noon, special shows. We'll be on right after Merlin and Malton. And we will, obviously, on Thursday, every 20 minutes, we'll break down each region. So that's the way the show is going to go. And, yes, Wig, the texter brackets. There were a couple snafus over the weekend. Vote now. We go to the next round tomorrow. Vote. Mm -hmm. Yes, Kathleen, I am happy. Aaron Rodgers is out of the NFC North. Uh, also, again, Pete just, well, I don't even need to do this. Uh, Lanika's Pete just did it. Oh. 10 to noon. Good yeah. job. No, uh, you read my mind. 10 to noon, uh, fr- Thursday and Friday show. Doing it uh, a little special bracketology show, if you will. We will not be on the airwaves Thursday and Friday from 2 to 6 because it's all college basketball play-by-play. Shima to Shepard, ESPN, Southwest Florida. 